This is Alistair, the Anchor Podcast Amateur Hour. I think I've even forgotten the name of my own podcast there. Um, but it's good to be back. Let's test that audio. G'day listeners, welcome to the Amateur Hour podcast, I'm Alistair Evans. Today's guest is Fran Lang. Fran is a trail runner, endurance event runner, a super mum and a close friend of me and my wife, Lonica. Fran's is a typical runner story from a woman's perspective. Um, she'll cover some of the common issues you get with road running and then some of the benefits you find by switching to trail running. Um, Fran is a, yeah, mentally physically a very strong person and she's handled the changes that pregnancy and motherhood presented her throughout her journey and also she'll also delve into the mental health benefits you get from running and trail running and goal setting no matter how crazy some of those goals are at first and she'll also talk about having a strong support network and especially with endurance events how that comes into play look Fran is just a great storyteller she offers some really helpful insights here for all athletes to consider. And I really enjoyed chatting with Fran. Her passion for running rubbed, rubbed off on me for this interview, and I hope it does on you too. Enjoy this one. Welcome to the Amateur Hour, Fran Lane. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. It's good to sit down and uh, can't wait to yeah get you to share some of your running experiences and your mindset? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Been a while coming. Yeah, it has. Yeah, we've um, locked it in. Uh, we've got both our little little kids being looked after by our partners today. Yep. Yours is getting a haircut. Yep. Mine's at the shop, so I think Matt got the short end of the stick. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just cheers again. And uh, yeah, um, you've had a really exciting three, four years of trail running. Or yeah. what is it? And yeah. And yeah, let's delve into a bit of it. In that time, you've had little George. Yes. And yeah, I'm excited for what you can share with our listeners today a bit about um, running when you were pregnant. Yeah. And then finding the fitness and the motivation after and and what that led to. Yeah. In you know, the last 12 to 18 months. So cool. First up, how'd you get into your trail running? Uh, trail running, I got into because road running wasn't working for me. I kept trying to train for marathons to get quicker and faster. Yeah. And every time I tried to get quicker and faster, I would end up with a stress fracture, which would put me out for 10, 12 weeks. And it would always be at that point that was kind of six weeks away from whichever event I was training for. And mm -hmm. I just, it got demoralizing training for something to then six weeks out think oh, I can't do it again and that happened quite a few times so I decided well it might have been Clint actually who said to me oh you should try trail running um something different and yeah I think I went to a couple of the PTS events first try those out which is the PTS fun. events the Perth trail series yep. events some of the this would have been, oh, I don't even know when this was, a fair few years ago now. And I went to a couple of those and, and really loved the vibe and, you know, running on the trails, 
just a whole different experience to running on the roads and yeah, yeah it's, it has become something that I love to do and will take over road running any day. Awesome. You say Clint there before, so Clint Slomp. Yes. Yeah. Uh, originally, well, linked to Frio Tri Club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He started a Thursday night trial session. Yeah. Yeah. Which I. That was um, your first taste. Yeah, I think it was running with him actually there. Um, At um, Manning, Park. Manning Park. Yeah. 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 Which he still um, has going and is mm. you know do a little plug for him that's a great yeah. place to go on a thursday night if you want to try trail running yeah uh, just at the it. steps there yeah yeah they just meet there at uh 6 15 i think they still meet and i still go down but um life has changed uh for me since then so i now do it around the rest of my life so i go down a bit earlier unfortunately yeah um but i see the guys sometimes at the end i just need to go a bit earlier but yeah he's got um a lot of groups beginners slow moderate fast yeah yeah and it's a great way to get into trail running and it's a it's a good place to go lots of different trails to explore mm. and there's something for for everyone and i mean trail running probably isn't something you should do by yourself which i did in the beginning yeah <laughs> and now i look back at it and think well that was probably a bit stupid yeah, uh, yeah. and i wouldn't recommend that to anyone um but yeah it's i don't know i put it down to like it's running through the woods as a kid is what it reminds me of yeah that's cool. Yeah, trail running is a very unique sport. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess trail running and endurance running, they're two different things here. But, yeah, yeah. getting back to just trail running, yeah, it's it's something you do for pure enjoyment and love of the outdoors. Yes, yeah. And it's, you know, you're not worried about the pace. You're not worried about are you hitting your certain targets at certain times because you can't necessarily do that on a trail because, you know, unless you've run it a million times before and um, you've got to know the elevation, the tricky bits, you know, you go in summer, it's different to going in winter. Yep. Um, there's a whole different world out there. It's the same trail on a summer's day to a winter's day is yeah, it was worlds apart. Um, and it's just, um, it's cool. I don't know, it's pretty social as well, the trail running scene. Cause you, you run and chat. Yep. Cause you're not worried about your pace because it's just about being out there and and having some fun and you do your if you've got a time you yeah do your speed point. work in a different way during the week and your long run is just a long social run with some mates really is the best way to look at it yep yeah uh where clinton the groups meet up there they often do it around dusk as well and yeah so you've got the added bonus of the social yeah you've got the uh yeah, the view that you've got out to the ocean there. So you've got the scenery, you've got the social, um, and you're getting your exercise in at the same time. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a good way to do it. Mm. Great. So, yeah, you've joined up there and you've started to get it. This is this is me, and then you've done the Perth Trail Series. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you love about these early early events? And um, yeah. Um the trail running ones um the variety in what you're doing when you're going out for a run i mean perth is fairly flat but it's not when you're out in the hills um and you know you've got to think about what you're doing you've got to you've got to think about your where you're putting your feet there's a bit of fun involved the hills are brutal going up but you can have great fun running down and let yourself go and 
um the scenery is uh, is yeah i really like being out in the bush and and everything that you can see that you just wouldn't see otherwise um and then the the trail running scene in in perth is super friendly and you're at those events and people are like you know come on keep going you're almost there you're never almost there but you know you're almost there and yeah it's just a different just a fun vibe yeah that Um, variety and that invite that that vibe of the yeah yeah and i felt it took the pressure away from speed as well because like i said unless you're going to be an elite runner which i'm never going to be Mm. um it's more on all the other experiences and not just about uh, how fast did you do it in because people don't tend to ask you that quite so much it's mm-hmm. more uh what events you do oh okay yeah how was that yeah not the whole experience yeah 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 not so much uh, yeah well you did that marathon how fast did you do it in mm. Mm. although the question does always get asked how yeah you know, how yeah. long did you actually run for yeah yeah so yeah all right um it must be must be quite refreshing after having come from a sport where for a long time you were you know very um specifically focused on time and yeah one thing um and it wasn't working no no it wasn't working the body was, shot. the body wasn't happy with it um to then yeah make this shift mm. and find all this new stuff that um yeah really appealed to you mm. and who you are and you could still focus on your times if you wanted to. Oh, absolutely. Um, but you had a few other um, ducks lined up for for satisfaction. Mm, yeah. yeah. And just, um, I guess, it, I loved running once I got to the point that you stopped hating it, which sounds silly, but I think, you know, if you, I've not always been a runner. So you start running and it's hard and it is hard and the same happens every time you have to restart after you've had a little break from training that that first bit is just so hard to get back into but if you can get over that well for me anyway if i can get over that hard I bit think you make a pretty fair point then yeah. that's when the enjoyment comes yeah. and we all have good runs and we all have bad runs mm-hmm. and that happens whatever you're doing yep i guess it's probably the same in, in every sport you know you have good and you have bad but the good ones uh well worth it and out on the trails that you know that can be just going for a run with your mates for three hours first thing in the morning um you know the sun's coming up and it what better way to start the weekend really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there's something about that that's the, the group of people that day the vibe amongst the group yeah, yeah the trails that you ran what you saw the downhill that you enjoyed yeah 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 um so that's yeah that's always been good and is is um is road running a bit more uh not lonely is not the right word but is it a bit more i found as a social road runner and i will say this i'm a social you know i'm a bit of a social runner Mm -hmm. unless and i didn't have anybody around me at that time that was particularly training for anything so i did it all by myself yeah um And so to convince yourself to go out and run when you're training for a marathon, 21, 28, 30 Ks, 32 Ks by yourself. That's discipline of the highest order, isn't it? Yeah. And it's boring. Yeah. It gets repetitive Mm. and it is hard work. The same route. Yeah. 
and you start off and you feel okay but then when it gets hard it you know like like with everything it's just trying to keep going and your pace starts dropping off and and I found that that quite difficult whereas with trail running there are natural breaks in what you're doing because there's an uphill yeah so I don't run up the steep uphills there's no point because I can walk it quicker than I can run it yeah so that's my break and then I'll run the bits that I can run um, and have fun on those bits and then you walk and you know in some some case that might be quite a long walk and in another case you might you might do four or five k's and you're just plodding along and before you know it you know you've knocked off four or five k's because it's been downhill or undulating or whatever it is whereas yeah it doesn't whereas road running certainly where you know around the river it is the same and you feel you have to stay at the same pace um and i'm not saying that it's like I say, just because I was didn't have anyone to train with, it, I found it quite a a lonely thing. Um, and I didn't join. I but I also didn't join any clubs. The training times of things didn't work out with life. Um, I did an online training thing, which was good. Yeah. Um, to keep me accountable, but mm. at the end of the day, I didn't realize like, and I still loved it, and I still loved the running and the and the trying to get that time. But not as much as I do for trail running. That's yeah, that's definitely where I yeah, it's where I prefer to be. Ah, thank you. So yeah, it's great that you I guess identified it. Mm. And yeah, the time it's been four years. Yeah. Um shows that yeah, you've you found what's right for, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And it took a while to find it. And yeah, um, I've got no, no intention of going back to distance road running. That's for me. Um, I guess we'll see what happens with the, with the trail running, but right now I'm still enjoying it. And whilst I'm still enjoying it, I'll, I'll keep on doing it. Sounds awesome. The first, so just mentioned at the start there, there's trail running and we know endurance sports and, uh, I've interviewed an endurance cyclist Sabine Bird on my podcast as well and getting into her mind and her sharing her endurance stories were incredible you've now gone down that path of endurance running yes um, can we talk a bit about the early events you did with trial running and some of the endurance stuff yeah so probably the first I did would have been six inch, which is a for it's advertised as a forty seven k run. It's closer to, or is it advertised as a forty six and it's closer to a forty eight? Anyway, yeah. it's just over a marathon. It's only just over a marathon, but yeah. Um, on the Mundabidi from um, the Mundabidi is a trail through the woods here on the Scarp, the Scarpment in Perth. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the mountain bike. Yeah trail that goes mm. down to albany mm. from Perth. all the way from uh mundaring now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so out there yeah so yeah. north dandel up to um dwelling up on that wicked um and that was that was that was my first encounter of a ultra i guess and that it is bigger than the marathon yeah uh, and my first long trail endurance event yeah um I was still going into that kind of half injured and not quite shaking off some of the road running. Yeah. Baggage. Baggage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, it, you start at like it's some ridiculous time in the morning. I think the start time is like 5 a.m. I mean, you have to get up to yeah. get there yeah. for check-in at yeah. like 3.30 in the morning or some stupid hour like that. Okay. I mean, it is yeah. – ugh, ugh, just thinking about it now. <laughs> but so you – and then you all get to the start – you get bus to the start line and you're um, – you're 4 a.m. in the morning in a 4 bus. Yeah, 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 and you're all at the start line, and um, the first K is just this ridiculously steep hill that, you know, you basically run 200 metres and then start walking. <laughs> and you're like, this is a great start to a race. I'm already walking. But that, yeah, that first one, um, not probably only a few Ks in, uh, I bumped into a girl from work who I only, I think we didn't know that, each other that well, but we knew each other's faces from around work and to say hello to. And I actually ran the entire rest of the race with her. We did. Which was great. And we just chatted yep. for the whole time. Just chatted, ran, chatted, ran, and just, yeah, got both got each other to, to the end. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is for me. This is what it's all mm. about. Yeah, for sure. And that and six inches... Uh, the thing about six inch is it's the uh, Saturday before Christmas. Yeah, right. So it's like, you know, it's like I'll train and I'll avoid all those Christmas parties because I Whatever can't. It takes. Yeah, because I'm yeah. gonna do, I'm gonna do this and then but then I'm gonna have one hell of a one hell of a Christmas because I'm Christmas just bash. Gonna, yeah because yeah. I'm I am done for the rest of it and that is why it starts so early in the morning because it's um, yeah December in Perth which is obviously pretty warm um but yeah just that running and chatting and and that's probably that's happened in all my trail events hmm. since you meet up with someone whether you knew them before or not mm -hmm. you meet up with them you have a chat with them and then when it stops working for either one of you one of you runs off um, for me and Helen on this particular race, it worked for both of us the entire way. So we stayed together the pretty much the entire way. But in races since I've had it and it's, you know, you, you've ended up running with someone for maybe 5Ks and you've had a bit of a chat for 5Ks and then yeah. you've gone, oh, I'm feeling a bit better now. I'm just going yeah. to shoot off and you yeah. shoot off or they say to you, hey, I'm going to go. And you go, no, 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 go, go, yeah. do your thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's yeah. your race. But you actually have that interaction for, you know, maybe half an hour with someone and you could quite easily never have met them before and mm. just talk general crap really mm. Mm. it's mm. good just get someone else's perspective while you're running and also then it means the time disappears and you're not even thinking about it and before you know it you've kicked off another 5k's cool friend so yeah yeah good oh, just hearing it up you know thinking about the cycling we you know we go for our, our loops but then you you might um stop have a cuppa or you keep going but you know one guy peels off to go to his house and you don't really it's no wrap up it's just yep yeah, see you boys thanks for the ride yeah yeah chatting to another person or another there might be three left and you guys are chatting then that guy pulls off and yeah then um eventually you know 10k's 5k's from home it's just you but you've had those little chats along the way yeah and no, it's my turn to go now so that guy goes and um yeah, it's just, it just happens. Yeah. Um, and before you know it, yeah, you're almost at your destination. Or yeah. You threw a pit where you were struggling a bit and they helped you through that. 
that's yeah. probably why you were so quiet for that little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, sometimes yeah. you've helped someone through their bit without even realising it. Bits, and that bit's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's good. And then you see them at the finish and they'll go, oh, thanks so much. Or you'll say to them, thanks so much because I was yeah. about ready to give up on that bit. And they're like, no, 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 it's all good. And, mm. yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's one of the best parts of, um, of the sports that we do mm. in those events, especially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For both, both the recipient and the, and the giver there. Yeah, because you're still helping, well, you're both helping each other. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. 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 So, so the six incher. Yeah. Um, and then I, I went and did it the following year. So yeah. that was 2016 I did it, and then I did it in 2017. And my aim was to be quicker. Oh, I'm not like 20 minutes off, 20, 25 minutes off my time. So, And my sister was doing that one as well. My sister did the first one as well. Yeah, I think she did do the first one as well. But yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll, have a, I'll probably do it again at some point, six inch maybe. Yeah. Maybe. What? So that was, yeah, 2016. And um, have you done it? more than twice since no i've just done it twice i was i got pregnant shortly after the 2017 um one but being your first one it's um it's really special to you and it was such a respect yeah yeah absolutely and it's definitely a uh yeah it's well it's an event i'll probably oh yeah i probably will do again at some point for sure awesome um so there's that and then what next big event came after that uh yeah so what event what big event stands out so you've done a done a really marathon yeah i did yeah 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 yeah, that first trail marathon yeah i'd I'd done a couple of road marathons before that where did it get serious after that um see the problem with trail running is people are crazy and they put stupid ideas in your head, such as you'll speak to another trail runner and they'll tell you about some event that they've done and you'll go, oh, damn, that sounds that sounds like way too hard a thing for me to do. I'm not going to do that. And then you start thinking about it and thinking about it and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'll just Google that and just see what it's nice. about. Yeah. And then, and then once you've, once you've Googled it, you know, you're going to end up doing it. It's just a question of when you're going to end up doing it. Yeah. So I remember being at work and this girl was talking to me about this event that she was going to go and do. And it was three marathons in three days. Is this Blue Mountain? No, not that UTA. That's, that's on the bucket list. Okay. But yeah. um, Yeah. Three marathons in three days she was going to do. And I was like, why on earth would you want to go and run three marathons in three days back to back? in trails and she's telling me her reasons why i'm like nah i am never gonna do that i'm just gonna stick at what i'm doing it's fine sounds absurd doesn't it yeah why on earth would you want to go and do that yeah and then i don't know i think 12 months later there i am at the start line of three marathons in three days in cairns and i'm crazily running yeah 120 k's in three days through the rainforests in queensland let's go through it from first day we've got yeah time for it because we we followed you that that weekend and um yeah i remember you saying you found a pretty tough patch somewhere yeah but then you came home with 
with a pretty awesome wet sail. So take us through the weekend. I actually, so I got quicker each one. Yeah. Um, which if you think about it's quite insane really, although the courses are different. So part of that is the first, the first 21 Ks on the first day is pretty, um, it felt like it was all uphill through single track, through the trees, a lot of bit of clambering and stuff and, and the humidity in uh, Cairns in July compared to winter in July in Perth was a bit of a, bit of a killer. It's a subtle difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, but again, you know, I got talking to some people and um, every time you got to a, a tough bit, you kind of see someone in front of you, try and catch up with them, have a bit of a chat and then, you know, just get each other through to the, through to the finish. So. And that first day you really needed those chats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the first day was tough. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a, we were staying at this resort and there was a, another girl from, from Perth. And it, it was actually her first marathon was doing that first, first marathon of the three, in three days was her first marathon. So. But there was a group of us girls who were staying at this same resort and um, like we'd have a chat on the bus and, you know, get each other going before yeah. uh, before we went off and then, you, you know, you run your own race really, yeah. but had that bit of... Had a crew. Yeah, just mm. at the beginning, which was which was nice. Um, getting going on the second day. <clears> yeah, the morning. Tough. Yeah. Mm. How was the headspace? Um... Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Oh, good. You had to, <clears throat> thinking I've got, not only got to do this again, but I've yeah. got to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you start running and it really hurts. Yeah. Because, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Can I have a break? No, it's fine. Yeah. Just in my throat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, your legs hurt and you already feel tired and you're thinking, I'm going to be out here for like five hours. That's a long time for this to hurt. But around 10, you know, but then I also think, well, I've paid the money to do this, so I'm going to bloody do it. Oh, the old payment comes into it, yeah, doesn't it? it does, yeah. So. And I've told people yeah. I'm going to do it, so yeah. I'm going to have to do it. And, you know, it's on Facebook, so I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these things that you say to yourself to convince yeah. yourself that yeah. you're going to do what yeah. you're going to do. The little uh, generals in the head are saying things, yeah. So yeah. they kick in, Yeah. and then you just keep on running, and it's just like i just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other until all of a sudden it doesn't feel quite so painful uh, because eventually it does, you know, your body does warm up and it doesn't feel quite so bad. and. Mm-hmm. Then you feel pretty good actually for a little bit, mm. and then you get, you know, there's the wall, and then you have to go through that again, or mm. you struggle the last kind of, you know, that bit where you're not near the finish, you're some you're past halfway, but yeah, yeah, that no man's land kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And funnily enough, from one thing I do remember about that race, and it's got nothing to do with anything else, is the uh, I had the song, the Chumbawamba song in my head. She'll be singing. Yeah, uh, when we're winning. that one. No, the um, she likes a whiskey drink. She likes a oh, drink. You know that one. Banger. Yeah. And every time I hear that song now, so that I like a drink. Yeah. Yeah. I go back to that. Yep. Being in the middle of the rainforest in Queensland, I've got no idea why it was in my head, but for the three days, that is the one song that went round and round and 
around my head in the middle of in the middle of it nowhere. works it works yeah yeah yeah, yeah. funny though isn't it? how those well, you must have heard of probably on the radio or something and yeah well and someone's then... probably mentioned vodka or something and i stuck <laughs> in my head and then i'm like oh yeah <laughs> who knows right but... so that got you through yeah yeah so thanks that was, one, but... that was, yeah. <laughs> for, for that Good work right. and then yeah the final day yeah um had a lot of had like a 15k road section at the end downhill and that hurt because you're oh. yeah my yeah. legs it was just anybody who's done running gets that yeah yeah, yeah. quite a steep downhill wind, just a winding road down a mountain side basically and that was that was painful 15k yeah but in your head you can go yeah but i've only got to do 15k and then i'm done and then I'm, and then i'm done so and plus you get a good medal at the end of it yeah, there's pretty sick medals in the trial trial department. Um, so yeah, that um, that third day, just third, yeah, it was. I go back to it. Was there any period where you're like, oh, or was it just? That yeah. third day was good. Third day, yeah. well, I mean, apart from the pain coming down yeah. the hill, and um, Matt, hubby, Your husband, yeah, yeah, he he actually came. We'd we'd hired a car, and he came scooting up the hill as I came out of the aid station. He, must have just missed me at the aid station and I was coming down and he was coming up the hill to it and then it was like come on you can do it and then yeah and that just got me that last 15k because I was like just gotta get to the bottom just gotta get to the bottom and then this is all done but in a good way it's not like oh it's all done mm. in a yeah. bad way it's like I just gotta get to the end and I can get to the end because if I can run the rest of it there's no reason that I can't finish it yeah so three days what were your thoughts after the three days whether it was just that day or soon after uh, you're like, Geez. I just couldn't believe I'd done it if I'm honest, because it was probably the biggest thing at the time training for it at the time. Um, couldn't believe you'd done it. No, no. But you had from 12 months earlier, just laughing it off to. Yeah. Yeah. Smashing it really. Yeah. It's funny isn't it? you just, yeah, someone plants a seed and then the next thing you know, you're, doing something crazy that most people will go, why would you want to go and do that? And that, I can't even explain to anyone why I want to go and do that, but that is what I want to go and do. Yeah. Well, I think trail running's done that to you. Mm. It's opened up something. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. I, yeah. It was a good one. It was, uh, it was enjoyable for, I don't know, it's different scenery, saw different parts of. Yeah. Greensland. You know, you get all the horror stories as well, though. When you, you obviously, I'm from England. Like as it is, you come to Australia and you've got all the snakes that are going to kill you, and then you've got all the spiders that are going to kill you, and then yeah. you go to Queensland. Well, ramps up by ten percent, and then you've got like yeah. birds that are going to kill you, <laughs> and it actually says it when you're reading your joining instructions. <laughs> Just doesn't sound right, does it? No, <laughs> no, no. So. Cool, Fran. Well, let's wrap it up and have a break. Yep. Come back. Hi, I'm Mitch Stocker, and you're listening to Amateur Hour with Alistair Evans. If you're not listening to this, you're probably listening to Life in the Peloton.
we'll fast forward to September of 2018 before we go back to the start of January 2018. But September 2018, Lon and I are getting married and we're down at Kuji Surf Club. October, you might want October. to get the date right. Yeah, no, I'm glad it's on the phone. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. So we're down in, um, yeah, Rex is born in September. That's my... Um, That's you. <laughs> so we're down at Kuji Surf Club and, um, yeah, we get this, you know, text from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to be there at that time. You were pretty much nine weeks, uh, nine months pregnant. You were ready to pop. And I think um, that morning you know no matter what happened you were going to be there oh i was going to be at that ceremony yeah <laughs> maybe it's just because you love the view there or something oh. like that i don't know <laughs> um uh or the fact that you and matt got married there your, yeah. yourselves as well and yeah there you were with your legs crossed for about one hour on that balcony um and you said to us that yeah you um you got home after the ceremony and you sat down and Matt boiled the kettle and uh, yeah, you felt something and you pretty much just like, Hey Matt, looks like we're, um, we've got the green light here. We're going. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I woke up that morning. I was like, Oh, maybe I'm in labor. Nah. And then it, got worse as the day was going on and then I was like oh no we'll be there but I'm uh, probably not going to stay and then yeah and then during the ceremony I'm like holding on to Matt's hand and I'm like mm-hmm. oh even before that we were um getting ready and I'm like yeah no I'm in labor <laughs> I am definitely in labor and uh was like do you want to go I'm like nah I've put my makeup on I've got my dress on we're going yes <laughs> we'll just go for the ceremony yeah and then yes. hold, holding his hand probably squeezing it a few times so yeah because as it got more and more uncomfortable and then I was, yeah we were only home so we left the wedding that's yeah yeah the, the story that i've got right so far yeah. is that you went home and i went home the kettle yeah something like that <laughs> and then you just sat and down then, for one minute and i said, was like now nah, we're going yeah it was too bad it went from not hurt well it, from being a bit uncomfortable to like no i need some drugs now so, so just so listeners know you looked amazing that day thanks you're really just radiant it's amazing to have you there and um this was because you were giving birth to little george yeah that night yeah and yeah nine months earlier yeah he were at the peak of your running power yeah the (laughs) finish you'd ever been yeah and then yeah and then i got pregnant and that changed things and has forever changed things mm. um, in a good way, in a good way. But uh, yeah, it definitely changed things. I went from running when I wanted and feeling great. And I was, I was the fittest I'd ever been in my life and thinking like it can only get better to, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have to slow down. And that was a big mental hurdle. Yeah. yeah massive mental hurdle. And it took me a long time to come to terms with, um, Mm. yeah a long time to come to terms with and I kept trying to I kept going and as you know I ran through my entire pregnancy so I did keep going but I know but listeners don't know yeah and yeah so you you ran right throughout your your full nine months pretty much yeah I was 39 the, the last run I did I was 39 weeks and four days 
pregnant. And the only reason I didn't run after that point is because I was like, well, I'm at my due date now, so I don't really want to be out running somewhere and my waters break or something like that. Because obviously you have no idea how or when you're going to go into labour or, and you know, with my first pregnancy. So I had no idea what yeah. to expect or what it would feel like. Yeah. And that's why I stopped running. I would have probably run another once or twice if I didn't just go to myself. Maybe not. Maybe not past your due date. I'll just go to a wedding instead. Yeah. Um, we were pretty lucky to have you there. Yeah. That's why I was so excited about, you know, what you could share today. And so here you were. Yeah. Throughout that period, talk to us today about how you did slow yourself down gradually. Um, and to start off with your, I guess, the times that you were running. I think yeah. you said that you kind of stopped looking, you changed the way you monitored your training. Yeah. 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 So I'd been doing, I'd been running and I was running to a plan and, you know, there were interval sessions and there were tempo runs and there were long, slow runs at the weekends on the trails and there were hills and all that kind of stuff. And I had to put all that to one side and it just accept that if I was going to run, I was just going to run and it was going to be slower. Yeah. Now I had a, probably as most people would think, like a completely perfect pregnancy in terms of I had no issues. I had no morning sickness. I was just tired and other, and I had no other health problems, thankfully in relation to my pregnancy. So for mm -hmm. me, I could keep doing what I was doing and even because I didn't get morning sickness even that didn't mm. you know slow me down it was just fatigue mm. um so I was still going into work early going for a run before work wow um then yeah doing my day at work and and coming home it's just and part of that was I hadn't told work so I had to keep up the facade that you know because otherwise it'd be well, why have you stopped running fran because running yeah. was such a big part of what i did before double banger work i yeah. always went for a run before work so yeah. kind of had to keep that going it's tricky for you ladies yeah mm. and then but i just backed off my intensity i suppose and that was hard to do because you go from knowing that you can you know <clears throat> run 10k at five minute 10Ks or whatever it is that you do. And then you can do intervals in amongst that, which will be, you know, whatever it is that you can run them at. But all of a sudden you can't do that because you have to think about the fact that there's another human being growing inside you and your heart is working harder. So instead of looking at my watch and thinking, am I hitting the pace? Am I hitting the pace? I would look at my watch and think, and I'd switch it between pace and heart rate. Is my heart rate in a suitable yeah. realms yeah do I feel okay paid a lot more attention to how I felt do I feel out of breath do I feel yeah <coughs> sorry any issues in relation to a bit of a shift there yeah in focus rather than pushing myself instead consciously thinking do I feel okay I'm not pushing myself too hard here am I and having to really think about that mm. and mm. then the pace and making sure the pace was just slower really um, and then, yeah, I had to stop the trail running eventually. That was a bit of a, that was a hard one to let go. Yeah. Um, 
you'd stopped around, what was it, 16? Around 16 weeks, I think, yeah. I stopped doing the trails. Somewhere around 12 to 16 weeks. Just um, You said you had a couple of... A couple of near misses yeah. where I nearly tripped and I thought this just isn't worth it anymore. Yeah. Um, and even though in that time I'd slowed again right down and I was doing shorter runs and I was going slower and I was walking a lot more than I would have done, just that risk of slipping it's just too high um yeah the right thing to do yeah and you know mm -hmm. as you start to show um obviously you know like, oh is that going to put my balance out that i wouldn't be aware of and it just wasn't worth sure. risk wasn't sure yeah. so i just had to yeah. eventually give up on the trails and just stick to the road um shorter distances eventually did you get some people to join you for your your road runs having the social you know, it's such a big part of your day, your training and your running. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I did, did some running with my creative? sister. Yeah, I did yeah. some running with my sister. Uh, we did some running with Matt um, and some by myself. Um, yeah. We, me and Matt did the HBF half together. In, yeah, you did. In the May. Yeah. And I was, yeah, well, 21, 22 weeks pregnant mm. then. Mm. Um and that was, yeah, that was different, you know, just had to keep plodding along. And I'm very aware that thinking, oh, is he thinking I'm going to doing too much? <laughs> even though, even though I, I know he wouldn't dare ever say anything to me about that because I would snap at him and say, my body, I'll do what I want. But, you know, obviously he would be concerned because of carrying a baby. But, Probably more um, concerned for his own health. So he didn't yeah. say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we plodded along and did yeah. the HBF half then, which was uh, good. So that was George's. That was George's first race, really, before he even unreal. Uh, before he even knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was for me. It was the mental aspect of running when pregnant was probably the hardest part of mm. having to change the way I thought about running. Mm. But I knew I still had to run. If I'd have stopped running, it yeah, it would have been scary territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I guess I wasn't ready to stop running, and I didn't want to stop running. Mm. Um, and there was no physical reason for me to stop running. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I checked it out with my doctor, and it was fine. And, you know, as long as you feel good, and stayed by his guidelines, and and kept doing it, and all of a sudden. And as you got bigger, you get slower, naturally. <laughs> and you know, um, even that last run, I was big. Um, yeah, like it's like five k, and it was slow, but I got out there and did it, and I didn't care. By that point, I didn't care about anything. It was just about getting out there and going for a run because I needed needed to go for a run for my own mental health, really. Um, and it still is that for me. Running is still just a part of that clearing my head, having time to myself and doing what I need to do. Um, and I, yeah, and even though these days the mum guilt kicks in every now and then, you know, I do it for my mental health and, and, and that's why I do it. It's my outlet for me, whether that's with people or by myself. That's what it's, that's what it's for, as well as to stay fit and healthy. Yeah, cool. Right. Yeah. 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 You know that you're going to be a better mum. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, because then I'm not thinking about going and doing it because yeah. I've done it. Yeah. And then I'm actually present yeah. um, with George and, and having fun with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's giving me that time. I can, you know, everyone's got to do whatever it is they need to do for their own self-care and for me. Yeah, yeah, just to go and do that. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that was it. You had your your last run and then, yeah. Yeah, and then... Little Big G. Came right. out. Yeah, yeah. And things changed again. Hmm. Yeah, massively. Um, he... I did the I did the right thing, uh, you know. No running for six to eight weeks after birth, and to be honest, <laughs> I don't think I would have had the energy to, even if I wanted to, no. and I didn't want to. No. Uh, adjusting to being a new mum, and you know all the things that come with that. But not uh, that you remember. No, it's all <laughs> a bit of a blur, really. That first yeah. twelve weeks, really, is probably all a bit of a blur. Yeah. Um, and we, yeah, and then, but I'd go out for walks and that was, you know, that was it. But then coming back to running, it was around about eight weeks, I decided to go for my first run. And I knew it was going to be hard, but I didn't think it would be as hard as it really was because I thought, well, you ran for the whole time you were pregnant. So if you can run with a baby inside you, surely having had an eight week break, although you have had a child um but yeah you're like no it's yeah like, before you step foot out the door you're like no this is this yeah. is not insane this is i'm gonna be all right yeah i'm gonna be all right i was like i, yeah. I didn't think it'd be that hard i knew it'd be hard i yeah. knew i'd be a bit unfit yeah but i didn't realize how hard it was and i ran i don't know maybe 800 meters before i was like i am stuffed Shit. i am stuffed i'm gonna have to walk Shit. and then i realized right this is going to be a run walk and not a run. Yep. And I thought, okay, well, that'll be all right. It'll just be like that for a a week or so. But it wasn't like that for a week or so. It was like that for quite a long time. And hmm. it actually took quite a long time to come back to running. Such a big drop, isn't it? Mm. You know, from where you'd come from. Yeah. And that, again, yeah. and then a whole new load of challenges in, in terms of your, yeah. your mental health, in yeah. terms of your fit in, in, in terms of your fitness side of your mental health, you know, like like there's a correlation. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, what again, why can't I do when I was pregnant I could do this. It wasn't even then pre pregnancy I could do it. It was like, well when I was pregnant I could do this. So now why can't I even do it? Yeah. I mean, take into a fact that you're waking every couple of hours. Yep. And everything else that comes with looking after a newborn. Mm. But it's easy to forget those things or discount those things. Yeah. That's probably the best yeah. thing. Oh, no, that's not the reason I can't run. Um, Without doubt, yeah. But then you have to learn to accept that that is the reason, you know, for that point in time. And I suppose I still look at it this way. Yeah. Now, even, I'll go out and I'll have a bad run. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, actually, I didn't sleep very well last night. Or, uh, yeah, we had a lot going on a couple of days before. So I'm probably slightly mentally fatigued as well yeah. which i didn't even think about pre um birth of a child but i do think about now mm. post run when i'm thinking you know mm -hmm. i'm having mm -hmm. that little debrief for myself yeah. afterwards like oh, that yeah. was a crap run I'm like 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that was crap. So, mm. yeah. Um, so I guess we're thankful for George for that, really. <laughs> <laughs> he made me think about things a bit more and a bit differently. And, you know, now there's the old pram running that goes on, which is horrendous. Yeah, talk to um, talk to listeners about how you've found, and women as well here, that have uh, created opportunities to run. Think yeah. about how canny you've been, you and Matt together, um, and what you've done to to find ways to regain running. Yeah. So Matt has his own uh, cycling and triathlon, duathlon that he does. So I've been trying to balance the two of us doing things, full-time work and a child. takes a little bit of planning for us both to be able to do what we want to do. But it is doable if you work things out. So he does mornings. He commutes to work on his bike in the morning, which means I can no longer run in the morning, which is what I used to do. And so I've had to move to running in the afternoon. So I've now started work earlier on the days that I want to run so that there is enough time to me to finish work and go for a run before having to go and collect from daycare. The only problem is at this time of year, it's a bit too hot. Yeah. And that's luckily, um, as we said, I discussed earlier, I'm in yeah. my off season as such at the moment and I'm yeah. quite enjoying it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's okay. But let's go back, you know, six months when you were training. For yes. Events. Um, that was how, that was how I was doing yeah. it. Yeah. I would go, I said, starting work at eight, I'd start at seven so I could yeah. finish at three. So I could be home at half three yeah. out the door to go and get in a 10 to 12 K run if I knew that Matt wasn't going to be home from work so he couldn't pick up George, yep. I would leave the pram at daycare, yep. finish and include Come daycare, home. no, Come include home. daycare yep. in the run, yep. and then yep. um, pick, yep. him, pick him up, put yep. him in the pram, yep. and then run the last couple of Ks home with him from daycare. Or if I only had a short run, drop the pram in the morning and do a long loop to daycare, yep. pick him up. Yep and run home with him for that last little bit. And that's how I was fitting in the running mm. if we couldn't do it mm. with, you know, with him being able to pick him up for some reason. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, weekends, uh, when I was training for events, then Saturday mornings, I would go out and do my thing. And, and Matt would stay home and look after George, which was um, good for me. And then um, Sundays yeah. we'd do a family run together. Yeah. Because he wasn't really training for anything at that particular moment in time. And yeah. and we've just kind of, it's kind of just naturally worked out that the events I've wanted to do and the events he wants to do are in different parts of the year. Yeah. Um, which has meant that, yeah, you know, one yeah. thing just ease off a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just got to work it around each other and, and things and run to the shops, you know, run with the pram, run to the park. What I've been doing that recently is, um, you know, if you need to get out, oh, I'll just go, we'll just go to the park. Oh, and instead of, instead of driving, go in the pram, put me in the pram and we'll run to the park. It's the beauty of running, isn't it? Yeah. You, yeah. Can, you yeah. can do it anyway. And it's not, you know, because I'm not doing a, I'm not doing a 10K run all in one go, but I might do 8Ks. There'll be a break for 20 minutes in the middle. Still is, you know, 8Ks in the end, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a 20-minute, half-an-hour break at the park. 
I so, say break, running around for a two-year-old at the park. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the interval right there. Mm. Um, so let's look at events. It's important to celebrate achievements here. So, um, so this is, yeah, looking at set October, get it right, October 2018. And then when do you think, when are we able to run 5K after the birth of G? When are we able to get out and do 5K without walking? When, when did you start to get a mojo That was back? probably around... January, February, probably. Okay. And then I say that February, my mum and dad were here. So, yeah, it'll have been, but it'll have been the end of. Yep. So, early 2019. Yeah. Yep. So, we're looking at six months on from G. Yeah. So, G's six months. He's still racing. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, this his first half. And you're now, yeah, all right. Did you start to think about the Mar- Margaret River Ultra then? When did you start to earmark events to come back for? So Margaret River Ultra. Once we sign up for events, then we start to get serious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Margaret River Ultra, um, I'd always planned to do, and then I fell pregnant. I was going to do the inaugural one with my sister, and I actually ended up crewing her to do the fir- to do her first one. And um, so I was always going to do it. Crewing, do you just want to explain that for listeners? Uh, so crewing is going to aid stations and making sure that the runner has got their food and their yeah. water and everything that they're going to need for the yeah. next leg of the run. You make yeah. sure that they've got and that they don't yeah. need anything. So, yeah. So that's what I was doing for her whilst being six months, five months pregnant at the time. And then I couldn't do it in that. I couldn't do Margaret River Ultra because it was too soon after George. It would have been uh, the May of 2019 that it was oh, brought forward. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I couldn't do it then. Yep. It was just too close. Yep. Um, but I had decided because I am quite a stubborn person that I was going to run an ultra marathon within 12 months of having George. And so the first ultra marathon that I did after having George was the feral pig 50 K. Yeah. Which would be, again, it wasn't 50 K. It was like 52. Yeah. 53 Ks. However yeah. long it was. Yeah. Trail runners would appreciate that all trail marathons are at least two or three Ks longer than they say on the tin. Um, yeah. So I decided I was going to do that. And that was in October. So it was, it was almost, to the date 12 months and um it was horrendous <laughs> <laughs> lovely honesty <laughs> i thought i was going to die i actually thought i was going to die about 10 k's from the finish line i hit a wall and it was it was a slog to the finish line there are some photos floating around and you almost see every single expression under the sun of my face at the finish line because i am so relieved that i've actually managed to make it um it hurt so much. I was so unfit in comparison. And mm. it was a real mental battle. It felt really good up until 10K to go. 10K to go. And I struggled. Absolutely. It was a hot day as well. It was dehydrated. I couldn't take any food on. I had it really 
I'd been focusing so much on just trying to run. I hadn't probably put enough thought into the nutrition aspect of it. And I mean, I was going to complete it. There was no doubt in my mind that I was going to complete it. But oh my God, it was horrible. And I will never do that race again. <laughs> Please don't put anyone else off it because it was probably quite nice. But for me, that <laughs> no, I still have nightmares about that run. It was horrible. It was horrible. But I achieved my goal and I did an ultra marathon 12 months after having a baby. And so you had no doubt that you would. That I was going to finish that race. Yeah. 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 yeah I was going to finish my race. And, you know, then there was a bit of a, the usual post event yeah. lose yeah. that you get. And then it was like, no, I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do another one. Um, yeah, so it was originally for May 2020, and Matt had an event on at the, for the week after the Margaret River Ultra, so I wasn't going to do it because it clashed with his event. I'd done my event. It was his turn to do his event, so I wasn't going to do it, and that was fine, and then obviously um, COVID hit, and that changed things for everybody. Um, and luckily enough for us here in WA, um, after the initial, you know, worldwide scare about the pandemic, it was, you know, business is normal, really. And so um, a lot of the events were being rescheduled for later in the year and they rescheduled Margaret River Ultra um, for October uh, 2020. And so I thought, well, what is it about October? Ah, I know, yeah. I know. And so I was like, well, it's meant to be, isn't it? If it's been rescheduled, I'll, it's meant to be. So Two years on. Mm, yeah. And, from G. Yeah. And um, 12 months since I'd last done an event. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. That year, trained like a demon? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had a good good batch of training um, actually going into it. And, you know, it's the furthest I was ever going. Uh, it's the furthest I'd ever run by a lot. So our Feral Pig Ultra was 50Ks. Mother River Ultra, 80Ks. So I had no idea if I could run So he's never gone above 55? No. Yeah. Okay. Furthest I'd ever run. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I wanted to do it. I was determined I was going to do it. And in my head, I was like, do you know what? It's just about finishing it. And I was like, yeah, and I'm sure... I don't know if you do this as well. There's there's your goals. There's your A goal. There's your B goal. And there's your C goal. So there's, yes. there's that. I'm just going to finish it. There's that. I'd like to do it in under this amount of time. Yeah. Or there's I'd like to do it in under this amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So, um, but ultimately I just wanted to finish it because it was the furthest I had ever run. Um, and yeah, and I had a good batch of training going into it. Um was doing the whole, you know, starting work early, trying to fit my intervals in. Yep. Thursday nights at Manning Park, um, going early and doing a longer run. Then joining in with the crew. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, and then a couple of friends, um, Cheryl and Jake, running with them at the weekends and my sister at the weekends and her partner. And there's a massive group of us, actually, that were about six or seven of us that were running on a Saturday all together for a great period of time and trying to convince people to come and run sand with me on a Friday night after work because Margaret River Ultra is sandy. So incorporating know, a bit of that. Yeah, doing mm -hmm. a bit of that. And mm -hmm. um yeah, it was yeah, it was good fun and 
I hope the people that got tagged along with it enjoyed it as well. And then, yeah, and then Margaret River Ultra came along and I loved it. Loved it. And even though I've done very little since, still loved it. Um, just the scenery was amazing. The vibe was great down there. I felt good. Um, I ran a big chunk of it with a couple of girls I know, so that made the first kind of 50K go pretty. Big part of it. Yeah, yeah. that same thing I was talking about in the beginning, the you know. Yeah, just yeah. talking to people and chatting, and, and that was great. And then they were they were on for a better time than I was going to do, so off they went and did their thing, and I was quite happy just plodding along at my thing and doing, doing my thing, and yeah. I loved all of it. I think there was just there was about four or five Ks that were mentally tough, and that was going into the final aid station. So that would have been around 60, 62 to 65 Ks around there. I was having a bit of a, oh, my God, why isn't this over phase in my head. Yeah. Um, cup of noodles, watermelon, bottle of full-fat Coke, good to go. Loving life. And off I went. And that last bit, I was just, yeah, this is great. You just needed a good feed. Just needed a good feed. It was yeah. as simple as that, really. Yeah. You know, I just needed, and I ran way more of that last section than I ever thought I would. Wicked. I, yeah, I, I honestly thought I would be walking most of that last section, and I ran most of it. So it was good. It was good. And, and yeah, I finished an hour quicker than my favorite time yeah. <laughs> my best time that i want to do so hey plus yeah, yeah i was i was stoked and i have to say i'm not elite and i'm very middle of the pack but for me it was it was by far what i wanted to achieve and got to push george over the finish line with me yeah talk a bit about that yeah yeah so yeah. obviously matt bless his soul had to look after george and yeah. crew me mm -hmm. for the day so he mm -hmm. probably had a harder 12, 13 hours than I did because mm -hmm. I just got to run in the bush with my mates. So mm -hmm. I was loving life. I'm not quite so sure that he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was so good to see George at every aid station. That was just enough to you know, give you a little perk up. Of, yeah. yeah, give him a little kiss and a, see you later, buddy. And and off you go. And and then as we came to the, as I came into the finishing shoot, Matt was there and George was in the pram and he was like, you want to, you want to push him? Oh, and I was like, yeah, I want to push him. I just want to, I just want to take him over that finish line. It was just, yeah, it was so good to be able to do that. Well done, Fred. So you and Matt, well done, guys. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And you, I let, I have an incredibly understanding husband who lets me do these things. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, he, you couldn't do it by yourself. You mm. just couldn't do it by yourself. But it was good. Mm. Yeah, mm. it was good. And I kind of. Like I said to you, I've had a bit of a, a lull in training recently, my off-season, and actually just talking about that's where we go, oh, yeah, maybe. Time to think about. Tingle returns. Uh, yeah, time yeah. to maybe do something again soon. Ah. Just wait for this ugly 38-degree weather to pass. Oh, because it's too hot. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, the uh, Margaret River Ultra, just give them a bit of a um, plug because we're talking about the region. So where were the... Um, you know, stages. Where, uh, where so it's on 80 Ks. Yes. Yeah, so it's from? 80 Ks. Pretty much a lot of it is run on the Cape to Cape track in Margaret river. You start in Hamlin Bay um, and you run to Cheeky Monkey brewery 
up in on Caves Road in Margaret River there. Um, what a great place to finish at a brewery. I mean, seriously, that is some clever marketing, guys. <laughs> so um, run by some Victorian guys at um, Rapid Ascent, and what a what a great event that was. Um, just the scenery, there's a, but there is a lot of sand. <laughs> even there are huge stretches of beach of soft sand, and then even the bits that you think aren't going to be sand just are sand. Just finds its way in. Yeah, just the trails because it's that um, beach trail, yeah. you know, on you look, like on the cliff top. Personally, no, no, I don't. Yeah. Uh, but like cliff tops, and you're looking down on the scenery. It's wow. Stunning, absolutely stunning. And I mean, rugged. Like, uh, yeah, rugged. And then even like sunset was so good. Just took a minute just to take in sunset as you as it goes from you know day to night, and you're still in the middle of the bush somewhere and. I was at, probably at the best point for that because I was right up the coast and I was on top of some rocks and it was a really great Good on you. great point just to sit and take a minute. Well, I didn't sit, I stood and took a minute and just like, yeah, sunset's pretty cool. Got to get to the finish line. There's a beer with my name There's on it. a job to do here. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah I would uh, iron a ball at Margaret River Ultra. Definitely uh, an event to do. Very special. How long were you out there all up? Uh, 12 hours and 52 minutes. Long day. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, doing it again? Maybe. If I was going to do it again, I would want to beat my time, and I'm not so sure I can do that right now. Mm -hmm. I might. You can do it in a team, so maybe I'd do it in a team mm -hmm. for a bit of fun. Mm -hmm. um, there are a couple of events that the same people run mm -hmm. that I will probably do first. Mm -hmm. So there's... Um, one in Victoria, which I'll probably do. I was thinking this year, but we'll see how the world goes, if that's yep. an option or not. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's the Surf Coast Century, and then they do a run Lara Pinta, which is a three or a four, four day stage race, which I'll probably look at. And if you do all three in five years, then you get your name on the plaque that no one will ever see. So, you know, why not? Got to do it, Fran. Why not? Got to do it. So these these ultras that um, fudge the Ks and always add on extra Ks, yeah. is that why the, the medals are so good? It's got to be. Is that the reason yeah. why? Yeah. So Margaret River, you get a wine glass if you do it another 14 hours. Yeah, and your, your uh, medal look pretty special as yeah. well. Medal and wine. Mm. Medal, medal, wine glass and a beer. Seriously. What? What other reasons do you need to run? You look absolutely elated when you cross that finish line, and yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a that was a a big tick in the box, and doing it, you know, an hour quicker than I wanted to was a was a big. That's big for you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You know, for me, you know, for, the, I'm not for gonna... the athlete who competes with himself, it's yeah. Big. Um, oh yeah, I thought about um at the fifty k mark when those two. Two women ran off and you've gone yeah i'm good and that's you knowing you right there and just going yeah yeah because had you not um oh no i'll push on a bit and try and stay with which is not who you are um you may not have had this great finish in this better time and this uh you might have missed your sunset on the rocks there but yeah just doing your thing uh clearly was uh yeah i mean was... i could have pushed and tried to stay with them but i think mm. i would have found the end 
a lot of different experience than I did. I think I would have struggled a lot more and, you know, at the end of the day, I was running my race. That's what running's about, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, run your run your race to, to how you want to do it. And, mm. yeah, if you, great if you can run with someone the whole way, but if not, that's, you know, that isn't why you're, why you're out there. But to have had company for the first 50K definitely made it a lot easier because, you know, that was a big chunk of time. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ah, wonderful. Um, just, yeah, was your sister there? Yeah, so yeah. I actually ran the first 10K of that with my sister because yep. she was doing it in a team with um, her partner. Yep. So we ran the first 10, well, I think they say it was 10, maybe 12, <laughs> in true ultra style together. Yep. Um, and then I saw her at the finish. Yeah. So Big hug at the end with your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, yeah. And it's good, like, you know, we get to go running together at the weekends when schedules work out, so that's good. And, you know, yeah, it's good that I get to share that with her, really. Cool. Yeah, you guys, you're close and, yeah, she's your running buddy. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Mm. Oh, great. Well, covered yeah. a bit, didn't we? Yes, yeah. Um. Yeah, well, whatever comes next year or... Yeah, inside your three years. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, as long as you've got no doubt what you're going to achieve, then we know it's going to happen. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. I tend to do what I set my mind to, so, yeah. But you're going to have fun while you're doing it, otherwise there's no point. Hell yeah. So, while I'm still having fun, I'll keep on running. What a great chat. Just loved that interview with Fran and what she could share with us about her experiences switching to trails and going through pregnancy. And as you can see, she's a mentally very strong person and I hope you took something from that. For me, um, why did I interview Fran? Certainly, um, yeah, just wanted to get her to open up about her experiences while running during pregnancy and share her love of trail running. Uh, I was a runner myself. I used to do long distances, half marathons, and um, nothing quite like when you're in that zone, when you're running and you're um, you're healthy and you're fit. And I guess with cycling, you're supported by a bike. With swimming, you're supported by the water. But when you're running, it's just you moving your whole body. And, um, yeah, it's that, that adrenaline and that, that fit feeling is, yeah, you can't quite put into words, or I can't right now. Um, but... Yeah, unfortunately, I had surgery on my ankle and therefore my running had to go from the road or all hard surfaces to pretty much on the beach or on grass. And so um, in that time, I've moved to cycling and a lot of swimming and both those I just have loved and the benefits from swimming for your body, for your core is immense. And then cycling, well, I don't know how good it is for your body, but geez, it's addictive. And uh, also just the social outlet for cycling has been through the roof for me. I certainly miss running. I did have a crack at trail running before my uh, surgery a couple of years ago. And what I loved about the trails, similar to Fran, was just, yeah, that social outlet, running at night time. I loved getting your head torch on, running out there with people in environments that were new to you. Uh, some of the views, I used to run a lot also at Manning Park and you'd look out over Coburn Sound and, yeah, when you are ha having a busy time at work and you get out there and you 
yeah, it's just that freedom. And I think that's what we could relate to with Fran is, yeah, when you're out there, you know, she's not a mum at that time. She's not, a, you know, she's not working full time. She's she's Fran and she's with her friends and, and that's that headspace that gets her to come back and do a great job in other areas. So, yeah, uh, I think for me also I wanted to touch base. My wife, as I said, um, she also went through pregnancy with our first child, Rex, a couple of years ago now. And, yeah, I could re- definitely relate to, to Fran's story. Uh, and with motherhood, it's just all-encompassing. So, yeah, my wife is a Pilates instructor and just super passionate about Pilates. And, you know, seeing her maintain her health and her fitness and her strength throughout her pregnancy was just inspiring. Lon was still doing Pilates up until the day before she gave birth to Rex and just incredible. She was just so focused and it was her thing that she was going to stick to and she never put herself or Rex, uh, you know, health in jeopardy. Uh, in fact, it did the complete opposite. He, you know, he had such a great start um, by Lon being so healthy and active and uh, makes me extremely proud of Lon and extremely grateful that we've got such a healthy kid and, I know you just want the best for your kids. So seeing your partner living living so healthily just brings home the knowledge that you're both doing the best you can and you inspire each other, uh, and that's pretty cool. I think Lon and I are very similar to Fran and her husband, Matt, whereas we don't have much parent support just due to their locations, and uh, perhaps that's where Matt, Fran, and Lon and I find some common ground. So, yeah, just... Yeah, that ongoing share of time and organisation between the two of you, you and your partner, so each of you can chase your goals and your passions. I think while also keeping a strong sense of identity, it's always a challenge and it requires, you know, you just to, no, that's it, it's it's this person's turn and, and it, sharing that baton, it, it's just so important. Um, and the better off your partner is, the more it will flow back to you and to your growing family. And, yeah, I just... Yeah, I love how Fran put it into words today. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to myself to, yeah, just continuing my my wife, how we, you know, share the, share the exercise and the, the windows out of the house and we both come back and we're better for it. And, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, listeners, it's good to be back. I hope you've enjoyed this pod. Um, any feedback you have for me, share it through Insta or Facebook, and we'll keep this ball rolling. 